What is up, everyone? My name is Stu, and I am Bonkers for Bourbon. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. Contact me, Bonkers, the number four, bourbon at gmail.com, or at Bonkers number four, bourbon on Twitter, or Bonkers number four, bourbon podcast on Instagram. I'm a lover of all things bourbon, so thank you, and join me on today's ride. What is up, everyone? My name is Stu, and I am Bonkers for Bourbon. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. I cannot appreciate enough the love and support this bourbon community has given to this cast. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Today for you, I'd like to give you yet another bourbon review. Going down the review train of samples, today I'd like to bring you Maker's Mark, Cask Strength, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, from Maker's Mark, of course. Let's get into it. Down, but tonight is about celebrating, Not baby. too hard. You, you have the meeting tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. Everybody, I want you to show me your cocaine. Who's oh. carrying cocaine? Hold it on up there. Okay, let's see. All right, that appears to be only an eight ball, so I'm going to go with you two because I got a busy day tomorrow. All right, Maker's Mark. This one, of course, being its cast strength. Maker's Mark, one of the more popular bourbons out there, obviously recognized for its distinctive red wax cap and red topper. Maker's Mark, oftentimes people refer to as being one of their favorite bourbons just because it's a lot of hearsay. Maker's Mark is one of those safe bourbons, one of those safe drinks or safe cocktails where I feel like it's widely accepted amongst many different drinkers. It just is recognizable. And good for makers, that's great marketing. Now, I'm not going to get into the distillery. If you don't know about Maker's Mark, check them out. I think by now you should know what Maker's Mark is all about. But this, of course, is their Maker's Cask Strength. So coming to you at Cask Strength, just their standard Maker's Mark, but higher proof. And this particular bottle that I have is 111.3 proof. That's 55.65 alcohol by volume. Quick math. Uh, or it's just written on the bottle, of course. Uh, this particular one is batch number 15-01, and I actually purchased it in the smaller 375 mil bottle because, honestly, me and Makers, we have a love-hate relationship. If you listen to this cast, Makers Mark oftentimes fares very well during, during my blind flight taste tests. It's kind of a nemesis of mine. And that being said, it comes out Fairly high on these taste tests, which is a testament to how Maker's Mark is distilled and how it's made, and that is actually a good sign. Now, this one, the cast strength, I've been looking forward to try because I love cast strength bourbons. And this one will make an appearance in my last round of the Blind Flight cast strength bourbons coming soon. I'm just trying to wait and find the bourbons I really wish to get into that particular flight fight. So Maker's Mark cast strength, let's get into it. I have a glass poured, of course, looking at the color. And you know, it's a little darker than your average Maker's. Um, Not too dark, actually. Uh, I want to say, you know, hue-wise, it's definitely see-through, a bit darker than normal, but um, I'd almost like to see it a little bit darker, uh, in my opinion, but not terrible. Let's get into the nose. 
you know, a really nice, uh, robust nose on this one. You definitely get kind of a little bit of rice spice, a little bit of wheat, kind of like a wheat flour uh, nose to it. And the oak uh, really shines through. Definitely some oakiness. It is cast strength. All in all, you know, Maker's Mark uh, typical nose, but just more robust, a little more bold. So let's take a taste of this. So you know and I know, if you're drinking along with me, please cheers with me. I say, be true to yourself. Screw what other people think and drink more. Cheers out there. Well, that's interesting. Very, um, very pleasant, actually. Uh, for being, you know, it's 111 proof, so it's not like sky high proofage, but it was inviting. Like it didn't knock you, knock you out with the high proofage. Uh, you know what? Hold that thought. I'm going to take another taste. <laughs> because why not? Hmm. 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 Boy, you know, I almost kind of compare this to, you know, if you drink like a Bud Heavy, a Budweiser Heavy and a Bud Light, the flavors are just, are just so much stronger than your average makers. Uh, I get just beautiful oakiness in the beginning that kind of builds into a little bit of rye spice with kind of that sourdough wheat hue uh, towards the end. But what I get out of this one that I didn't typically get in the uh, normal makers is I get a lot of nuttiness also, kind of that nutty nutmeg almond kind of flavor going through it as well, which is very nice, very pleasant. And uh, my most favorite part of this bourbon, well, not only because it's cast strength, I don't get the chemical aftertaste that I personally get with a normal maker's mark. I think normal makers, I get kind of this chemically acetone finish, which I'm not getting uh, with this particular one. Sigler taste. Hmm. Boy, it is easy drinking. It really is. Yeah, you know, it's got kind of a uh, a medium to long finish. It's not giving me the warm hug down the esophagus, uh, but it is a little lingering on the tongue. But not terrible, not acetone, not astringent at all. Uh, that oak and nuttiness and, and wheat sourdough flavor is present throughout the entire palate. Uh, it, it, as far as like flavor wise, it is kind of one note. All the flavors hit you in the beginning, build a little bit towards the back end of the palate, and then it's over. Uh, there's not really distinct flavor profiles at the beginning to the middle of the end. It's all kind of there throughout the whole thing, and then finishes. Now, I don't know if that's a testament to being a good quality bourbon or not a good quality bourbon, because I like kind of having a delightful flavor profile uh, at different levels of my palate. You know, in the beginning, it might be subtle, and then it kind of builds towards the end, and you get kind of a bang of flavor towards the end, or vice versa, maybe in the beginning. Uh, this one just kind of seems one note with their flavors throughout the entire profile. It's just you know, it's it's decent, but it's one note as far as you drink it and it's gone. So not terrible, but let's see how water affects this particular bourbon because you know, everyone knows you've listened to this cast long enough, right? 
I'm going to be adding a little bit of water to this. Old Limestone Mixing Water, the official companion of Kentucky Bourbon Limestone Filter. Pick up a bottle of yours, Amazon.com, for about 3 to 4 to $5, whatever it is. I haven't bought one in a while because, honestly, it lasts a long time. Uh, great for adding to your neat pours of any liquor or mixing simple syrups, making ice cubes, or mixing in your cocktails. Check them out, Old Limestone Mixing Water. So let's just add a little bit of water to this. I was yammering, not adding any water. Now, I'm afraid, okay, I'll be honest. I'm afraid that adding this water to this Makers is going to basically turn it into the original Makers. So, and I, eh, I, you know, I'm not a fan of the original Makers, but there's something to be said that it comes out good scores in my blind taste test. I don't want to admit it, but it does. So we let it mingle for a little bit. Let's get into the nose of Makers cask strength, this time with water added. Okay, the nose. It's definitely been silenced. Like, take the nose that it was before and just muffle it. Um, the nose is very, very light, very subtle. Um, kind of ruins the bouquet of what it was before. And it actually was a very decent nose before. So, a little scared, but I'm going to take a drink of this with water down the hatch. Hmm. Now, I'll tell you what. Flat. Super, super flat. Uh, the water... Ugh. You know, the water just killed any of the um, nice, more robust flavors it had before. And I only added a few drops, and to be quite honest with you, it is flat, flat, flat. I mean, the flavor is so subtle now that... You know, it's not even, it's almost like it's, it's it's not even like the original makers. Like, I'm still not getting the astringency. I'm still not getting the acetone. That's a good sign. So I think, if anything, starting off with the cast strength is a good idea if you're li liking a better quality bourbon. Uh, but as far as flavor goes, flat. Think about our taste of this flat bourbon. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Okay, that second one. Uh, ooh, sourdough. Getting kind of like this sourdough um, sourness that's like that baked bread flavor uh, in the Makers. And that is a little bit more reminiscent of Makers Light, <laughs> the, the original Makers mark here. Uh, but again, even with the water added being flat, I'm not getting anything harsh in it. And that's something to be said uh, for sure for this particular bourbon. I'm going to kill this glass. Oh, gosh. Don't leave a man down. Ooh, that one went down bad. Okay. So, hmm. Makers. Uh, my nemesis. Just kind of a reference real quick. My first introduction to Makers, uh, I, I, went, I went to school. I graduated in geology uh, at Western Washington University up in Bellingham, Washington. If you're aware of that, that sucks because it's a very unknown university. We had a geology field camp where we all basically camped out in the desert and did mapping for a couple months as like our final assignment. So we're camping out in the desert outwash plains, and someone decided to buy a bottle of Maker's Mark. And the whole concept was you're sitting by on the fire. Everyone's, you know, just kind of laughing, carrying on. Well, this person's like, we're going to finish this bottle of Maker's. So he pops the top. And he throws the cap into the fire 
and basically is like, well, this has got to get finished now. So we pass around the circle and we're all just taking pulls off the bottle. And that was my first experience with the Maker's Mark. And, you know, everyone drank it and kind of like power of suggestion, everyone seemed to enjoy it. Now, that could be just because it is a quality bourbon or people are like, hey, just the stigma behind it is that it's a it's of a good value bourbon or a good bourbon that people can have um, just in general. And everyone enjoyed it, which is that's a good sign. And uh, people around the fire were saying, hey, that's a bad sign that we have a, a liquor that we all can agree on uh, because people kept buying and buying and buying and throwing the cap in the fire and everyone was getting drunk every single night. That being said, you know, I'm not quite sure when they came out with the cast strength bourbon. I hope they continue to do this. And I know they're doing, you know, different flavor profiles with their Makers 46 and the different staves and whatnot. But this being Makers Heavy, the cast strength, it is better than the normal Makers Mark, in my opinion. This is the bourbon I think you should buy if you're going to gravitate towards a Makers. Now, the Makers 46, you're getting different flavors and whatnot. Eh. I think this particular bourbon is solid, actually. And with the addition of water, you can then, you know, cut this bourbon down to a flavor profile or a proofage that you would enjoy if you're not into the higher proof bourbons. But what you're getting out of this is you're getting makers heavy, you're getting better flavors, just better uh, reaction, more enjoyable experience in my opinion. And the biggest takeaway from this is you're not getting the chemical astringent acetone flavor that I get when I drink Maker's Light or normal Maker's. So in my opinion, I think this is actually a pretty decent quality cast strength bourbon. You know, hate me, that's fine, but I am going to rate this higher than a normal Maker's Mark. I think I, be I believe if I remember right, I think I rated normal Maker's either a C to a C plus or so. I was like, oh, it's kind of in the middle ground. Uh, my bonkers for bourbon rating I'm going to give a flavor rating right now because I'm just talking about it. Flavor, I'm giving this a solid B. I think it's a solid B for flavor. I would gravitate towards this over any other maker's product at the moment. Um, be honest with you, I'd probably gravitate to this over the maker's private select that they have out right now where they have the private selects where they do the different stave flavor combinations. I think this one's better. Uh, the different flavor combinations in the stave just kind of confuse me a little bit, kind of confuse the palate, and I like this one better. Uh, I'm not quite sure why I gave the rating on the other one, but, you know, I'm giving this a solid B. Pushing, I'm going to give like a B and a half, like not quite a B plus, but maybe solid B, leaning towards the B plus territory for flavor. Value. Value is where I have a problem. Maker's Mark, pull your head out. Because this bourbon is overpriced. It, I mean, I think you can get the normal uh, bottle, the fifth size bottle, uh, the $750 for, I think my liquor store has it for like $85 to $90. That's with taxes. So $85 to $90, I think without taxes, you're looking at more like $60 to $70. That's ridiculous. That, in my opinion, is far too expensive for this bourbon. This bourbon should be maybe $5 more than the normal makers. So I picked up the 375 because honestly, I wasn't sure if I was going to like it. And even the 375, uh, the smaller bottle, was like 45 to $50. Like, holy smokes, just a little bit ridiculous. Really? We're going to be drinking in the background, huh, girl? 
Yeah. I got the dog. I got a black Labrador retriever and she's uh, lapping some water. She has no respect for timing in doing this cast. You done? You finished? Huh? All right. Good girl. Uh, so my rating for value is an F. Way too expensive. That was why it kind of took me a long time to really kind of buy this product and get to review it. I bought it solely because I wanted to put it in my cast strength blind flight, 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 fight for the next, for the last round. That was the main reason. I thought that it should be in there based on its history. And it is in fact a cast strength. Flavor, I give it a solid B, leaning towards B plus, not bad at all, but value, it's an F, way too expensive. So if you really want to try it, I say, please try it. If you're wanting to spend that, if you see it on the super sale or something like that, then I say, pick it up. But if you had to gravitate towards one type of makers, this would be the one I would gravitate towards. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Got the dog in the background. Come on, girl. It's all right. So more episodes to come, more reviews to come. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Monday is past. I hope you guys are having a great work week thus far. Remember, without bourbon, what's the point? Keep getting those bourbon gains, both in the gym and consuming bourbon in moderation and healthy, of course. I'll see you on the next episode. Cheers out there.